Stockholm is a state of mind. We talking about the culture, so come and feel the vibe. You gon' have a good time. We helping you to see it. So much to do when living in Stockholm, sweet and yeah, yeah, let's go. Stockholm is a state of mind. Hey, Stockholm is a state of mind. Yeah, we break it down like this and like that. Welcome to the podcast. Stockholm is where it's at. Let's go. Let's talk today about something I think is very important. Music. Uh, music. This is not a music podcast. Yeah, it's not a music podcast, but it's a culture podcast. It's community, career, and culture for an international yeah, community true. here in Stockholm. And what is a bigger part of culture than music? Oh, music right? is culture. You're and right. for me, career, yeah. right? But do you know anything about music? Yes, you do. No? <laughs> I think oh. I know. I mean, I know a little bit about music. I, I do. It's, a, it's what I studied and what I do. Yeah. But also, I think everyone likes music, don't they? It's something that everyone can relate to and that everyone has a taste in. There's no one who goes, I hate music. It's like <laughs> I haven't heard that. Some people don't like chocolate, or some people don't like certain things. But everybody likes you don't that like kind of music, right? Sil. No, I, I do. I do like liver pasta. You do that, yeah. okay? But I think you guys are really good at music. Yeah, You're we are. Really good but at I'm it. so tired that people always think that Swedish music is ABBA and Roxette. It's more than that. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're two really good representatives, right? Are they? Are they Swedish? They are English singing popular music, so... Yeah, but a lot of... A lot of... I mean, think about all the songs in Eurovision that are in English, right? <laughs> sure, but, but, you know, Swedish music is like... It could be. It's almost exactly like that, you're right. <laughs> No, but it's I think folk music and it's it's classical music. Yeah, and it's but pop music too. Pop music. Yes, I think everybody's got their own flavor of folk music and classical mm. music and pop music as well. And opera. We have opera. We have a lot of opera. And opera as well. Yeah. And so it's 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 just the different flavors of it. But you guys make a really good flavor that's very popular all around the world. You know, you used to call me guru. Today you can't call me guru because I know nothing about this. I'm just guessing now. <laughs> let me let me introduce you now to you a guest. Now you know how I feel, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel really stupid when it comes to music. I love any I day. love to listen to music, but I always guess what's Swedish. I am so glad I get to be the smart one once. <laughs> yes, you are. So, but I have a guest here. Great. So let me introduce her. Yeah. Petra Markgren Wangler. Welcome. 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 Thank you ever so much. Thanks for being here with us. You have done everything. Yes. What do you call yourself? What's your title? Oh, that's a tricky one. Uh, well, I used to be a music journalist, and that's probably why I'm here today, right? And nowadays, I'm more of a director. I do documentary films, and I produce TV shows. Oh, TV so, shows. That's how we do it. We want a TV show. Can you produce a TV show with us? Sure thing. I could do that. Yes. No problem. Right here, right now. Yes. Yeah. When just, can we start? Okay, so bring in the cameras, right? Yes, let's do it. A nice reality TV. But but we are really interested to talk to you about your career in music and, and everything surrounding it and talking to people who create music from all around the world, but specifically the Swedish imprint on world music. I mean, it's much bigger than I think people even realize. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, it depends on where you're coming from, but in the in the pop era, yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. Mm. But why are they so? Su- oh, why were they so successful? Well, 
I think there are many reasons to that. Um, and right now, just to tie on to what you said before, it's it's that uh, I, ju- I was just in Los Angeles interviewing Ludwig Göransson, who is a Swedish film composer uh, who also stems from the Swedish music legacy. Yeah. And he has done uh, the music for Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, he's going to do, uh, or he has done uh, Oppenheimer right now from Christopher yeah. Nolan. So. Yeah. He's one of the big stars right yeah. now, but he's he's a he's a guy in the background, right? Yeah. And the people that you mention are like the the pop pop stars uh, of the '80s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the faces that people think you yeah. know the face of it, right? Yeah, yeah, right. You have you have ABBA from the '70s mm-hmm. mostly, and then you have like Roxette, yeah, Roxette, Roxette, who were also in the '80s maybe, and then you had like Robin in mm-hmm. the around oh, yeah. 2010 and so on. But I think if you kind of combine all that stuff and and try to figure out what is Swedish about that music. I think it has to do with that they all come from some kind of, what could you say, like a, a folk music era in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be really technical right now, but mm-hmm. that would be probably it. too, too nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we have something called folk music here in Sweden, which stems from... Um, I'm not going to give. I'm not going to get that nerdy because then you'll probably lose all the listeners. <laughs> but there's it's a vibe that you can you can define it as melancholy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a Swedish word word called via mood. Via mood, yes. That's not melancholisk, which is really melancholy. So mm-hmm. via mood and the Swedish word is something that stems from. Imagine that you're going out in nature, right? And you see the Swedish uh, mountains, you see the Swedish nature, and you kind of feel this feeling. Mm-hmm. And some sometimes this is my personal view that you have this this um, this impact from the nature, which kind of brings out this kind of sound or this music, and you can hear that sound both in ABBA. This melancholy sound that even if it's like pop songs with you know strong mel- melodies and stuff, there's something sad about it. Yeah, yeah. And you can also hear that in Robin's lyrics. For yes. example, you know her dancing big hits like yeah, mm. exactly, dancing on my own, which actually was called Nerd Fact um, right over here when it was a demo. I heard uh-huh. that. <laughs> so so it's just like you know uh, she has that vibe as well. Uh, Roxette didn't really have it, but you you can hear it in Marie Fredriksson, the singer, mm-hmm. her voice yes. and her early solo records. Mm-hmm. So the Swedish thing about the Swedish pop music is probably not the lyrics in English, and it's probably not the you know the image or something or the music videos. It's that kind of haunting, melancholy vibe. Mm-hmm. That goes, you know, in the chords. The chord progression sort of hides this feeling of, I might be singing about something happy, but there's a little bit something that's not quite right here almost, right? Like there's something to be fixed or for the listener to to connect to in a way, right? Yeah, it's something askew or, or mm-hmm. you know, something really slightly off, uh, but also that kind of, because you, if you take the American pop music, it kind of stems from from either country music or rhythm and blues. And yeah. so, th- so they have like a different chord progression there. And in Swedish, mm-hmm. you have something else. Via mode is a good word to know. In mm-hmm. Swedish, I haven't heard it. It's a mix between to be happy and to be sad. Yeah, bittersweet maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I love that. And yeah. you know that feeling when you feel it. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because we don't listen to happy music when we're sad. We listen to sad music when we're sad because we want to be sadder. And when we listen to happy music, we want there to be a little bit of something. Well, not everything's right. You know, mm. we want to feel like there's something that, well, what else is there? What, you know, there's always this little thing in the background. I think that's what's so good about it is that you don't all, you're not all beat over the head with here's a big happy song. You get a little something extra in there that mm. you dig, you know? Yeah, which probably kind of, uh, this is just my personal view yeah. again, that that's has that says something about the Swedish mentality yeah. that, you know, 
not everything is, you know, super good no. or super bad. It's something called, as you know, you probably used this word before, lagom. Lagom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But via mode is something else. It's just like, you know, there's something sad within or something that's not... Um, you can always aspire for more mm. or you can just connect to, to nature and say that, you know, I wish it would be, but right now it's like here. Mm. It's really... It's another word called flumit in Swedish, which is like mm. kind of spaced out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm in right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for drifting but, but, off. But you're right. I understand exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm a Swede. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so so it's not always on the beach yeah. and, and people are not always as frank as they are in the States, yeah. what I think. Because, you know, mm-hmm. when I work in the States, it's really easy because, mm-hmm. you know, when people say something, they probably, they're so direct. Yeah. And the Swedish are more like introvert. Yeah. And so you have to sort of dig for it a little bit. Mm. You have to, you get a little bit of a, well, hmm, maybe I... You have to look for the, the subtext almost. There's a musical yeah. subtext in it in oh, a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The subtext, and you have to kind of um, unlock that. Yeah. Uh, and you never, ever, ever take it personal because yeah. it's about the sweets. It's not about you. It makes the music addictive, though. You know, oh, yeah. it's so addictive. Yeah. yeah. And that's something that I think is so interesting is that, you know, obviously we were talking about sort of the 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 golden, the, the golden age, the ABBA, the, the rock set, the, the things that, you know, People know from ages and ages, but there's so much modern music with Swedish minds behind it. Mm. And that's fascinating. And Mm. I don't think a lot of people even realize Mm. how much Swedish production goes into these worldwide hits, right? Yeah, you you have all these kind of music studios with uh, Sharon Studio was a studio in the 90s. So you have uh, another one called Merlin. You have all these kind of, you know, Shellback, um, yeah. Max Martin, all oh, the yeah. kind of producers. And they write, you know, hit music for Britney Spears, for Madonna, for, you know, whoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's another thing about, you know, Swedish music that they kind of, you know, produce. They have this hit factory or this kind of, you know... Um, Small gangs of mostly men, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but they, you know they're writing the songs together, and that's another thing that they kind of mix the songs so it would be like hits from the beginning. So nerd fact again, yes. if you hear like a Swedish Britney Spears song or whatever, a Swedish written Britney Spears songs, mm-hmm. um, you have like the vocals mixed really uh, in front of the speakers, so you can hear the song. And that goes, you know, straight into American radio because if you go in your car, yeah. you can hear the voice and you can hear the lyrics. That's just you know, oh. technical stuff. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now that you say that, I that makes so much sense to me thinking about it. That is why that's does, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Why does this hit song stick to you? Yeah. Because you hear the melody and the lyrics really, you know. Good. The hook yeah, is the hook. is prioritized. Yeah. yeah. Also melodically, but, you know, technical as well. Yeah. But long before Robin, uh, Abba, Roxette and whatever, we had Josef Björling. He was <gasps> huge. Yeah. And Siv Malmqvist was huge in Germany mm-hmm. and Lil Bubs was huge in Europe too. Yeah. So. And, you, you know, the Swedish jazz, if we go into that, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, um, stop me if I'm getting too off here. There's no me. such thing as we too nerdy that. on this podcast. We are nerds here. We love it. All right. So you have in the 60s area, you have, or 50s, 60s, you have all these American jazz musicians coming over to Sweden or to the Nordic countries. Sometimes they stayed here because it was like a really um, nice climate. Um, not the weather, but you know, the, no. you know, just being here. <laughs> nice for attitude, them. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the nice attitude, yeah. So they kind of stuck around, and sometimes they had like lots of children, like Nana Cherry and yeah. so on. Um, but you know, since the jazz musicians were here, there was something that connected them to the folk music as well. Mm. So you have the Swedish jazz musicians like Jon Johansson, yeah. for example. Oh, he was great. Yeah, and you have like uh, the the very famous singer who has now passed away since a couple of dec- decades ago, uh, called Monica Sättelund. Yeah. 
So Monica Sutherland is, you know, the, one of the great voices um, True. ever. So it's a so good it's, movie about her. Yeah, yeah yep. you should see that. So you have the you have the folk music, you have some kind of the folk music mixed with the jazz music from mm-hmm. the 60s, and you have the pop music, and of course you have the opera. But that's not my really my. No, expertise. that's Julia's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> profession. But I mean, you I go like Julia. <laughs> But no, and it's true too. Is you mentioned that there's the folk undercurrent of it, mm. and um, admittedly, I'm a bit of a jazz nerd as well. I taught a bit of it myself, so it's it's the folk aspect of it. Is there's a little bit of some church songs in there. There's a little bit of songs that have been passed down for generations in terms of you know country songs and things like that. People that would sing Appalachian, you know, folk tunes and that sort of thing would get passed down in American jazz. And it's interesting to think about maybe the Swedish folk that was interpolated into that and that mm. became a little bit of the Swedish pop sound perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And also you have is is both the mentality and the chord progression or the uh, scalo the skills mm-hmm. of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you have the musical influence but you also have the kind of um you have as you mentioned before the the, the tech thing and i'm drifting off to the more modern music <laughs> yeah. away from you see no, sorry <laughs> but uh you have like a vichy for yeah, example absolutely. you have all the kind of you know electronic dance music scene yeah. as well and that kind of stems from from the swedish um tech industry i might say or, or the, yeah, the way Ericsson that w- and all the companies yeah because because we were we were i don't know if we are anymore but kind of progressive mm-hmm. in that sense with with spotify with the you know yeah, different tech companies and so on uh which might have something to do that we had a politician called Carl Bildt, mm-hmm. I think, who paved the way for the infrastructure for the internet in mm-hmm. Sweden. So we got a really good broadband yeah. system yeah. and that, you know, people got their computers and people could sit with their Prutals. Uh, yeah, we are early adopters yeah. and the most connected people in the world, yeah. probably. Yeah. And that kind of fed into the dance music scene. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I guess I never really thought about that, is that this is such a tech-forward company and such a it, it, pioneers in tech. And yeah. of course, it would be reflected in the music. Yeah. yeah, and people like to be, they like to call themselves innovators. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I wonder how did you become, how did you choose your career as a music journalist? Oh, flux. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, I was headhunted as a teenager for the local newspaper uh, to do like a youth uh, thing or youth paper. And then... Stop. Uh, Where are you from? I'm from Åhus, uh, Kristianstad. Yeah, in Skåne. In Skåne, yes. Not far from Lund, the university city. Yeah. So the the northeastern Skåne. Mm. I'm from, uh, or actually I'm from Bivarad, which is a really, really small place in the countryside. <laughs> Another story. Mm. <laughs> no, so I was headhunted, and then I was headhunted to uh, P3, which is like the youth channel here mm. in Stockholm oh, yeah. for public, public service. Public service, yeah. And then I got stuck there, but... But the, the true story is actually that I started out as, uh, as a drummer and as all, you know, oh. failed musicians, you turn music journalist. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so I played a little drums and then, you know. In the be- local band or in the Yeah, local- actually with my father, jazz music and stuff. Ah. But it was just, you know, it was just like an amateur thing. Yeah. But I really liked the music side of it. And then the journalism and the music kind of melted together to music journalistic mm-hmm. thing. And this was in the 90s where, you know, the music journalists were like, You know, probably like the influencers are today. We were kind of hip then. We're yeah. not. We don't exist anymore. <laughs> so, so that's the story. Journalists uh, liked music. It was you and Fredrik Strage and all the other yeah. music journalists. Yeah. I, I, I do have some connection. We, we're sitting in the 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 jury for the Swedish Music Hall of Fame together. Yeah. So we kind of tease each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> yeah. 
But that, um, that's not what I'm doing anymore. So. Yeah. So that turned the corner and now you work on, um, you, you produce film. Yeah. From, from uh, I direct and produce documentary films. I'm still with SVT, which is the Swedish mm-hmm. national television equivalent to BBC, like a public service channel. And right now uh, I'm actually doing a documentary about film scoring or film composing. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Uh-huh. So I've been to Berlin and Iceland and interviewed uh, Hildur Gudnadottir, which is a great composer yes. who did the score for Joker. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and uh, what's it called? The doing new one. the new one too. Yeah, w- yeah. Women Talking, I think the new one is. And, oh. uh, and also she did Chernobyl, that series. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chernobyl, yeah. And also Ludwig Göransson and Christopher Nolan and other stuff. So that's coming in November. Yeah. So mm-hmm. documentary filmmaker director wow and talking about sort of the the uh, the 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 art of scoring film and how it's yeah. it's it's interesting to think about the the way that you create music for film and how you reflect what's on on screen and sometimes it's you know, yeah. the different ways of bringing things out that's so cool yeah because music is all also it's all about emotion mm-hmm. they put, put put people on the emotional journey so I'm realizing now as I speak that the music is still with me because I'm doing documentaries and other stuff yes! like, you know, drama series and whatever. <laughs> and, and still, I, you know, I end up doing music things. Yeah. You know, why is music not always a music note? You're drawn to it. You know, you can't help it. You yeah, have to probably. do what you're interested in, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's not the language, though. Yeah. It's so cool, though. <laughs> like yeah. the language of music. I mean, yes, yeah. yes. Of course. But you, you're just a drummer. Did they buy drums for you, your family, or did you go How to the music start? school? Yeah. How did you start? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's another thing about the music in Sweden. I went uh, to Kommunala Musikskolan. Mm. We all is, did. Yeah, yeah, we all did, right? <laughs> so this is like the Swedish music school on a local basis. Uh, and I used to play drums and, and uh, some piano and some flute or whatever. And I was like, you know, I was in middle school, so I was really, really young. Uh, but I think that also paved the way for the, for the music, the the kind of the Swedish music wonder, mm. whatever you want to call it, because people went to this Kommunala Musikskola and they played a lot of instruments. It was it was accessible, uh, and also we have something called Akassa, Arbetslöshetskassa, mm. which is like the social system. If you if you're unemployed or if you're young and stuff, you can get money from the from the government. Um, so you have the music school and this unemployment uh, mm. kind of s- welfare system, and that just paved the way for people sitting home in their basements playing drums yeah, like I did, <laughs> and you know starting bands. And you know, <laughs> next minute they were like pop, you know, yeah. pop artists yeah. like internationally. But for me, I kind of I bought the drums from Svante Tillerson, ah. who's a great jazz musician, super famous drummer in Sweden. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, he's he's a singer. Also, his, his, yeah, but he was a yeah, drummer from yeah, the yeah. beginning. Yeah, so I actually got his drum kit in my basement right wow. now. Ah, <laughs> my God, it's, it's stuffed away, but you know, uh, stuffed away. But I hope my children might, you know, play on it wow. sometimes. And I do have an old piano. And so you do every once in a while make your own music sometimes. Yeah, no, I, still I, no? I, I, I never play anymore. <laughs> you don't. I, no, but I encourage my kids to play. <laughs> you, you really Actually, like talking about it and telling other people about it, but it's like, oh, I don't really want to take yeah, it to myself. You know, you know if, if, if you're, this is, you know, the claim to fame is I interview all these great <laughs> pop artists and stuff about their art because mine sucks, you know. <laughs> That's about it. I used to play drums when I was 18. Now I'm way, way older than that. My kids are like 18, you know. It's sort of so. hard to talk to people like Aretha Franklin and David Bowie and Madonna and be like, well, I guess, okay, I can still do this, right? You know, <laughs> you know. when I play my drums at my home, Madonna. You get a little intimidated, yes. you know. <laughs> no, so I, I was an amateur and now I'm just, you know, behind the scenes. Hmm. I love it. A professional amateur. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I would be glad if I were around. 
<laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. We I've told her I'm going to teach her how to sing. She will. I I really truly believe everyone can sing. But you you as sing Julia, right? Yeah, yeah, I sing. Yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm a um an opera singer and I do a lot of like Broadway stuff too. Like I yeah. I mainly teach singers. And so um it's fun for me because it's like you said, you know, you you were a musician but then you decided, well, I kind of am more interested in the journalistic side of things. And I, I was a musician and then I was like, well, I really kind of prefer to teach other people how to do it rather yeah. than do it myself. <laughs> it's funny when you're a musician, but it doesn't quite fit for you. You find the niche, you find what works. And it's hard to explain to people, well, why don't you want to perform? Oh, I would love to perform if I could do that. You go, well, because I don't want to. <laughs> this yeah. is the part I like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so one thing is like the core of what you're interested in, mm-hmm. and that's universal. Yeah. Whatever country you come from, you can always speak about music, for example. Yeah. And the other stuff is like, how good am I? Really? And yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to go into that when you know how good other people are. And I'm not saying this to bash myself no. or others. It's just that, you know, self-awareness comes with age. So, well, you know. But it's it's not that you it's not that you don't think you're good. It's just that you you go well. This is the part of it that I like the most. Yeah, yeah. probably. And and it's, and one thing that as you said before, that when you asked me, it's just like the thing that's driven me about my work is not not necessarily the subject or topic or or music or whatever. It's it's more like you know connecting with people. Yeah. Like sitting here talking to you guys, trying to get my perspective through and hear what you have to say and stuff. I think that's you know the what do you call. Uh, driving force yeah. is that a word yeah. in english absolutely yeah, yeah. Kraft in swedish yeah. and sometimes um speaking as a swede i i probably come off like a, a a pushy person like you know trying you know always moving forward and stuff like that not compared to the americans you just sound say. american to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> well there you go that, yeah. that's the american part of me no but sometimes if you're interested in connecting with people mm. uh that's what you do and that's you know a far cry from being a psych Psychologist or something. Yeah. So you use the music to yeah. So I get use into the music them. to get to know people. <laughs> it's a nice icebreaker. Yeah. Sort of, okay. Well, we can talk about that. Right? And that's yeah. also you know you know sitting talking with people from different cultures. You know we can always talk about art. Yes. Because it's all so subjective. There's nothing wrong. With, yeah. You know what, what you like. I just prefer it this way and so on. It's true. As long as people don't have hard opinions like no, you are wrong, and I will tell you why you are wrong. It's like people can like what they like. You yeah. know, it's just it's about, not politics. Art. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People can like what they like, though, and and even if they don't like what you like, who cares? You yeah. know, and you, it's it's I think a duty to understand why they like the way, what they yeah. like. You know, and that's funny too because it's it's when I would teach, I, I taught uh, music history a lot and and a lot of like modern music history. That was like a big thing of what I used to do, and I really loved to ask my students, "What do you like to listen to?" Mm. And without fail, there was always at least you know five people per class who would say, "I listen to everything but country and hip hop." All right. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, why? Yeah. <laughs> why don't you listen to those things? Well, I just don't like them. Well, is it okay that other people do? No, I think it sucks. Well, why? Why, why do you think they like it? You know, and understanding why people like what they like, I think is such a huge connector. And understanding, okay, well, if you don't like it, why do other people like it? And if you don't, if you don't see it, well, why do other people see it? You know, and why does that become so popular? And sort of figuring out, what makes people like what they like and helping them understand that. You yeah, know? And, and to figure out where they come from. Yeah. And, and another thing about, you know, music being in general, universal uh, kind of language is that, you know, if you talk to people on a, on a high level, say for an uh, like David Bowie and Madonna and stuff, like Aretha Franklin, if you talk to people on that level, like super, super, superstars, yeah. they all say the same thing, that there's, the, it's, it's just music. 
you don't you don't divide it into genres even and you don't yeah. divide it into good or bad bad it's just like miles davis used mm. to say there's only two kinds of music good music and bad music whatever <laughs> but in speaking about this i remember if you have like a swedish perspective of it uh, when i interviewed madonna in london this was like 2005 i think she had just released that record that wasn't a hit like the disco <laughs> record and she she used to work with the swedish uh, video directors like jonas okulund and johan mm. rink and so on And she was the first person ever, I think I'm right now, she was the first person ever to sample ABBA. Yeah, for hung that. Up, hung up on you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's the song. Yeah. And, you know, so she was totally into that. And she was into these kind of Swedish producers, Blood, Cheyenne, Avant, and so on. And she, I think she connected also with, with that kind of, uh, that Swedish sound. And she used to say to me, and also the producers, uh, she didn't used to say to me, that was the wrong <laughs> Wrong way of putting it. I didn't speak to her often, just a couple of times. Every other day. Yeah, yeah every, every day. When I used to call Madonna, <laughs> no, uh, she said to me about, because they were like, you know, sending music back and forth, like MP3 files. Mm-hmm. And uh, people always thought of her like, you know, she's this big star who knows, um, she just tells people what to do and she's, you know, all that stuff. And she wasn't. She just took like uh, some kind of files of music and she listened to that. And sometimes she just feedback it back to the producers that's, that's the sound that I like, like oh. one mm-hmm. micro mm-hmm. millisecond of that song. So she was kind of picking, picking the cherries. Yeah. And it was never the thing that, the, it was never the things that they thought that she wanted. It was something else. So yeah, she was like okay. truly artistic in that way. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's, it's about finding the little thing that is a good hook and also yeah. finding the people who know how to make that for you. Yeah. I think that's what she's, I mean, obviously she's a great artist, but she's also just a great curator. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's something that's really a common thread in a lot of these, you know, Swedish producers we're talking about is that they're good curators. They're good at finding a sound and going, okay, but what about that's good? And what should we, how should we use that in this, mm. you know? And I think that's the Swedish sound is it's well curated. It is. And it's open-minded to the, like the global music. So yeah. it doesn't matter where it comes from. So, so yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. What do you listen to? Me? Oh, my husband is so bored because he thought when he married me, he was like, I'm going to listen to all this music. <laughs> and I don't. I don't listen to music. Uh, not at all. I, I work with it and sometimes I listen to it. But then I probably listen to like old jazz music like Chet Baker and stuff. Oh, yeah. And of course, Aretha, which is a, like a personal favorite to me, right. or, or Sam Cooke or some old soul music. All this. And sometimes, you know, people come home and my kids come home and they listen to The Weeknd and stuff. And yeah. Of course, I listen to that when I cook food yeah. and stuff. <laughs> but to answer your question, I'm kind of like... Um, When you work with stuff, you get bored with it. So usually I don't listen to music. <laughs> That's a shocker, isn't it? <laughs> so you have questions for her. Yeah, what would you suggest? What, what, what do you think is... So I am obviously brand new here. Well, brand new. You know, I've been here mm-hmm. for a little while now. But people who get here first and, you know, want to know a little bit more about Swedish culture, sometimes the music is the most accessible thing. Just yeah. listening to some music and getting to understand it. What do you think is sort of the syllabus of getting started? What do you, what would you, some artists that you would suggest, some maybe um, uh, uh, styles or, or things to look into? What do you suggest for a complete beginner to really kind of understand and get to get into Swedish culture? Please don't say Dancing Queen. <laughs> no, I could say the winner takes it all. Oh no, that's, <laughs> that's even better. No, but yeah, of course, Abba. But uh, if, if you want to get into the Swedish music scene right now, or do you want to, to get to know the Swedish song of it i want to know what yeah how do i how do i understand okay there's two yeah. ways to understand one is to listen to the radio to the pop stars like robin mm, right yes that, that would be like the easiest thing uh whatever is on the swedish 
whenever they're singing that sounds like pop music and they're sw- singing Swedish lyrics, then you probably, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that will be a You're great way to learn. It's a good way to learn Swedish. Yeah, it's a good way to learn Swedish. The other thing is actually go to a midsummer party. Oh! Yeah, if you're talking about, you know, getting yeah, into the Swedish music true. thing. Yeah, so I every, thought about that. That's true. Yeah, so if you're talking about the Swedish culture, yeah. every midsummer we have this fest yeah. where, where you gather old and, and the kids mm. and stuff. And you have this midsommarstång, mm. which is like a big pole that you put into the ground with yeah. the leaves on it and stuff. And, and you dance, dance around. Yeah, you dance around. And this is something that's always on the American talk shows. Like, mm. do you actually sing about little frogs? Yeah, yes, we do. we do. <laughs> right? So, but if if we turn that around, just not the, the midsummer party, it's also about that you have this kind of Swedish folk music coming in there. So if you listen to the old, old, old midsummer fest music where people are sitting with an accordion and stuff, yeah. then you will get right into the Swedish folk music. Mm, that's true. Yeah, so you have this polskans and you dance. Yeah. It's kind of dorky. No, but, but if you listen to that music, you will hear it in the in the, in the music of Abba mm. and so on. Yeah, and see, that's I'm glad that I asked that because I never would have even thought about that. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, well, yeah, you can listen to the radio, but that's something that's really important, and also being immersed in it. Yeah, and also, I'm assuming you probably have to sing a little bit too if you're there, right? You probably drink schnapps and yes. you sing, and this occurs around the 20th of June, yeah. right? Yeah. So. And everybody leaves town, so mm. they're either in the archipelago. Archipelago? Yeah. What was it called? Archipelago. 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 Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> or they go to the countryside in Skåne or whatever, yeah. and they sit there and they drink too much vodka or snaps or whatever. Not vodka, but you know, some kind yeah, of spice. 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 Yeah. Aquavit. Yeah. Aquavit. Yeah. Stuff like that. And before they get all mushy, they usually remember <laughs> some kind of Swedish old folk music. And if you ask them to sing along, they will get to know the Swedish soul. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Everyone knows about this as Swedish yeah. songs. So you can you can always start smugrodona allustiga atsi. Yes. Allustiga atsi. All I have to do is get Swedish people drunk in the summertime and I will know everything that I need to know yeah. about and Swedish music and culture. Yeah, and they yes. will open up and then you will magically understand everything <laughs> that they are not telling you in February. It unlocks it, everyone. This yes. is the key right here. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's probably why we have all song on the summer too. Yeah. Because that's, we love to sing together. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things I that I was not expecting. I didn't know that at all. Because I got here in the summer and and you know, just kind of sitting there watching TV with subtitles just trying to follow along that's something i think is that is very distinctly swedish yeah is having tv shows where we sing and and, and people are on there all singing together you know it's that's so cool yeah to me. and it's also because it's it's not like you know you, you don't have the gospel tradition as you have in the states and stuff and and you don't have um the, the al song or the, the choir is it's more like you know people sing they don't sing that well But they sing and they enjoy it. That's the important part. Yeah. yeah, right. So, so you have that, and that's also connected to nature. As you have these American kind of uh, drama series right now called what's it called, like Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh yeah, Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. like Montana, like yeah. wide pictures. Imagine the Swedish countryside, either in Skåne or in the mountains, mm-hmm. and you get that feeling. And add a little frogs on it and some schnapps, <laughs> yeah. and there you go. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. And Getting. that's why the home. You know, when you invite guests. To yeah. your home, mm. it's so appreciated when you put on some music. Yes. Everyone is standing up, dancing, yeah. screaming, singing together. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Yeah. And we have national theater or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs from the past. Yeah, and people are loo, yeah, yeah, hello, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of connected, connected to. It's probably because we're in, a, we're supposed to be that kind of more introvert. Or yes, they say that sometimes you, if you get to know a Swede, it's. This is like prejudice, but if you get to know a Swede, it's more 
it's uh, it's for life. That if you become friends, you get under that surface that, you know, all that kind of like, oh, I'm finally meeting you, that stuff. <laughs> and you get to know them. They usually bond for life. Yeah. Or I'm for at least sorry. a decade, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you're stuck life with forever you. now. You're yeah. sorry for that. Yeah. But it's true, though. It's it's it I, it's one of the easiest ways to, to get people to, to understand people is, yeah. is the music that they love and the music that they really connect with, you know? Yeah. And never take it personally if they kind of, if they're not open, because <laughs> no. they are not. Yes. No. <laughs> Let's go. Then you can go to choir. Yes. And sing together yeah. with other people. That's a good way to mm. to know Swedes. I think that's a great way to get to know to, people. To make friends here yeah. in Sweden. Mm. Is singing with them. But every city have a church choir or a mm. choirs at the yeah. workplaces and offices. Absolutely. They have, yeah. Yeah. So sing with people. Yeah. I love that. That's such the good magic of art. Sorry if I, if I kind of, you know, if I exploited something here in your relationship, if no. you're bonded for life. No. no, no, no. Don't ever feel the pressure, Julia, but now it's for life. No. Oh, I'll take it. I love it. <laughs> it's going to take me that long to teach you how I to sing. I have a mission in my life to learn how to sing, and she's my guide in this. It'll take me that long. So we're here. We're here for good. And I will never play the drums in the band. <laughs> So what I can do in this little party here, when you're talking <laughs> about music, is to introduce the three quick questions. Yes, she yeah. did it. Yes, I did. <laughs> so my first question is, working on radio or on TV? Oh, you got me there. <laughs> I used to work at the radio, and nowadays I work at the TV. And for me, it's like, which one I prefer, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally different, because if you write a script, uh, at the radio, we're sitting here talking, then people get pictures in their head. Yeah. So the radio script uh, is not at all like a, a TV script, which are like, you know, uh, all about the picture. Mm. But I think I have to go with, I think I have to go with the TV because yeah. I like the, uh, the music and the sound mm. and the pictures more than I like my own voice and words. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> okay. That's a truly Swedish answer. Okay. I like it. Good. Here's another one. Might be a little bit more involved, but if you could interview any artist who is no longer with us, who would it be? Prince. <gasps> great, uh, great choice. <laughs> Just because when I know I'm, I interview people that work with him, so I don't think I'm really fairly disappointed if I did meet him. But also I've seen him live for like, you know, five or six times. And I think he was a true musician. It so, was. Yeah, it was. The greatest was. guitarist who ever lived, in my opinion. He's one of the yeah. greatest guitarists ever. Yeah, truly. And, and yeah, truly. And, yeah. and the, the, the way that that man actually did write songs that just came out of him in all different genres and, you know, his range in, in the voice and everything. Yeah. The, the musical diversity of it. So, yeah, that was just for my backbone, Prince. Yeah. That's, and I, I like gasped. I was like, oh, that's exactly, yes. <laughs> I have a question. The last one. Who's the next Swedish superstar in the world? Like in music? Any mm-hmm. genre, yeah. But, but music, 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 yes. Music star. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, uh, first of all, to complicate that answer, I think that and I'm going <laughs> to give a lecture again. <laughs> I love that, so do yeah. it. Do it. <laughs> well, the music industry just fell flat in like the, uh, some time around the year 2000 because mm. the cd uh, re- the record the mm. cd record uh didn't exist anymore and people like sharing on, on the file on networks and stuff i have to 
10,000 at home, so it exists. I know it exists. <laughs> I have lots of them in my basement yeah. as well, but they didn't work. No. People didn't want, they didn't want to buy that kind of plastic thing. Yeah, no. uh, so uh, the, the result of that business, you know, going, that just collapsed was that mm. you had like all these kind of dim artists, like on MySpace. Yeah. Uh, and then you have like the big, huge Madonna things, Beyonce. So the whole middle middle thing, like the middle, uh, Melariste, mm. what do you say, like like the people that Mil- used to, Middle tier, middle, the, the, yeah, the yeah. middle ground, middle level, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. was just like totally erased. Uh, like decades ago, you had people doing albums, like mm-hmm. Prince did albums, mm-hmm. and that certainly didn't exist. So you had like the songs or the demos or the the singles, and they had like the you know the big tours with you know the big pop artists. So I think that the super super superstars kind of was erased with the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. with Madonna, Michael yeah. Jackson, and so on. Of course, you have Beyonce and all that, but they started before. So I don't think that you can hit that kind of high note being no. a superstar in that way, speaking of the business side of it. Um, but I can tell you who I think should have more um, airtime. That would be a Swedish artist called Molly Sandén. Molly Sandén, yes. Yeah. She I is, like her. Yeah, she, she's, she has that perfect, if you're talking about superstar, she probably, I hope she doesn't hear this, but <laughs> I don't think Molly would be a superstar. But she did, uh, score, she did that score for... Um, the Will Ferrell film called yeah, the, the Fire Saga. Fire oh saga. Yeah. yeah, Eurovision Song Concert, which was like a comedy for Will mm, Ferrell, you right. know the director. Mm. Yeah, and she did this the piece song. called Husavik, mm. which was like a, a, the voice is fantastic. Yeah, it was a parody of the Swedish um, Melodi Festival, a Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. Yeah, and the the story behind it is that they wanted to write a comedy about Eurovision Song Contest, which is like a really Swedish thing. And she scored this this amazing song with this amazing vocals under a different name, doing like a parody of the Melody mm. Festival and yeah. or the Eurovision Song Contest. Contest, and it was actually named the the Oscar um, nominee for, mm. for the score. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Wow. It, it was she w- performed it on the Oscars yeah. on the Academy were like in twenty twenty, yeah, I think, or yeah. something. So, but she, the voice is amazing. Yeah. Her producing is amazing. Her songwriting is amazing. Uh, and if she'd been born like twenty uh, years earlier, she'd probably yeah. be like up there. Yeah. yeah. So I'd go for Molly Sandia, not like a big superstar, but as an underestimated voice of yeah. Swedish music. Love that. And more well known in the world than yeah, more yeah. well known than just than a, a big yeah. Swedish singer. That's awesome. Good. That's. So do we, that, that's that's where we're going for. I'm excited. I, I want to go listen to her now. <laughs> yeah, you got to check her out. I you do. Know? She, she, she's she's just like she's a pop singer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not like this via mode thing and stuff. But there's you could you could hear it there. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, awesome. And I'm gonna get beaten up because not saying the, you know this Swedish hip hop <laughs> and stuff. I, I could be like really credible now and say all all these kind of cool musicians and and yeah, they can be huge. You don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> they are probably yeah. huge s- in Japan or wherever. My son and my my sons and my daughter will kill me now for just saying yeah. something like, as lame as the pop. Thing. Oh come on! I it's don't care. called pop for a reason. It's yeah. popular, okay? That's you a know? good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> Or Nina Stemma. Have you heard of her? Oh, have Nina I heard Stemma. of Nina Stemma? <laughs> I'm sorry. She's a fan. I'm obsessed Nina with Stemma. her. I used to yeah. lip sync to her singing Santa's Ballad in my room when I was 16 years old. That's a totally dorky <laughs> thing that I totally did. This is nowhere I tell you that I grew up na- being neighbor in the countryside with, um, oh my God, I forgot her name. Birgit. Birgit, Birgit Nilsson. Birgit Nilsson. Oh my God. Yeah. She's from your uh, yeah, she, home country. Her, really, her brother work. was my neighbor in the Swedish countryside. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, yeah. Oh my God. She my, was a she was a woman of strength. Yeah, yeah. my upper geek mind's blown right yeah. now. And Sara Leander. Yes, she was a huge Amazing diva. Voices. She was. 
If you're new in Sweden, if you would recommend some music for them, what would you recommend? Do you want me to say it right now? The things that no, I, you no, can no? just give us a hint because this is the Easter egg. The Easter egg. Um, give us a hint. Well, I think I can hint that uh, I would recommend everything that has that kind of via mood mm. in it, because then you will connect with what I think is our music culture. Mm. So that's about it. So I can recommend some of those songs or artists. We'll get to know the Swedish musical DNA that way. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. If our listeners want to follow you somewhere, do you yep. have an Instagram account or do you have a website? Or uh, can they yeah, listen I, to you somewhere? Or? Yeah, uh, ooh, I, I would uh. recommend SVT Play. Where yes. If they want to see something that I've done, I did uh, a documentary called uh, Behind the Scenes, Behind the Thin Blue Line, which is a great uh, Swedish drama series. Yeah. Uh, series. Nordic Noir again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's Nordic Noir yeah. and it's from the southern... Uh, Malmö. So, Malmö. Yes. so if you enter SVT Play, you could watch that uh called Bakom Tunna Blå Linjen Behind okay. the Thin Blue Line. Okay. Is so, it like director's cut or something? No, that that is the actual film that ah, came okay. out uh, yeah. a couple of yeah a couple mm-hmm. of months ago. So that's some of my work. And uh yeah I do have a website but it's all business <laughs> so this is boring. <laughs> If you search on my name W A N G L E R then you'll probably find me. Just watch your it's stuff folks you'll get it. Yeah. It's so happy to have you here. Thank It'll be great, you. great being here. Thanks. Thanks so Thank much. You. Yeah. So, I love that I get to ask this. What did you learn today? I learned a lot, <laughs> Julie. I'm so happy that I brought Petra I here know. for you, <laughs> and I learned so much about, you know, the the soul in Swedish music, and the word via mood. Via mood. Via mood. That is very important. Mood is like the mood. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Why I thought it was the courage, mood. mood. Yeah, but still, no. Yeah, it's, but yeah, this, this sort the, of the feeling. The, what mood are you? A in? little bit of both. This feeling of kind of in between. I love yeah. that. That and that I think is so cool is that there is a depth there that mm-hmm. isn't in the lyrics. It's not in the melody of it. It's in the background, in the chords. Yeah. It's the DNA of yeah. the music. It's the Swedish musical DNA and. I love that she's given us so many cool things to listen to, so that we can really figure that out for ourselves and find out where we, yeah, what, what what parts of it we love and what we want to hear more of. So we highly encourage that you do and that. And it's so easy. You don't need to buy a super expensive ticket to see Madonna on no. the stage somewhere. You can go to Midsummer, yeah, you know, party yeah. somewhere, listen to the music, trying to sing along in those crazy Swedish songs <laughs> about frogs. <laughs> So you've got homework, folks. <laughs> you have. This was funny. Did this you learn anything? Yeah, you did. I, I yeah. learned a lot. Absolutely, I'm really excited to go in and uh, I'm. I definitely want to do the midsummer sing some midsummer <laughs> yes. songs with people now. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, and we hope Thank you guys you. learned something too. And this is a podcast from Stockholm Academic Forum and Stockholm Dual Career Network. Bye bye bye. Stockholm is a state of mind. Yeah, we break it down like this and like that. Welcome to the 